1: So, Michigan it is our number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show 19 radio stations for the one close to you go to the huge just tuned in we talked to john vanderwall about the tigers and major league baseball anthony clark one of our nba playoff insiders checked in lakers got swept denver wins the west miami up three zip Can end the Celtics season tonight in Miami? I think they will. So to Anthony. Throughout our Bush Light, huge question of the day. Do you think LeBron James will retire? I don't because he has $100 left. And his son's going to play at least one year. Bronny at USC. You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They have locations all across Michigan, including their newest location in Saginaw for our listeners on 100.9 FM. Local decision makers, local team members, a bank you can trust and depend on, and that is more important than ever before. Clayton Safey from the TheWolverine.com will join us. We'll get the latest on what's trending with Harbaugh and Michigan football and Jawan Howard and Michigan basketball. Jim Camperoni, SpartanMag.com will join us. We'll talk about Michigan State. Like I said earlier in the show, at breakfast this morning, I saw a list of the top 25 strongest football schedules, D1. This year, Michigan State was number six on the list. How many Michigan State fans are going to say, oh, yeah, we lost Thorne and Coleman? It's okay, we can go three and nine. No, not with nine and a half million per. Per. Jim Combroni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider in less than 30 minutes. He wrote a poem to Chris Ballas called Why I Love That Wolverine. I'll read it later. Supervisor says we have a special guest at 545. Well done, s S-Fly. I think Clayton Safey for the from Todcom, one of our Michigan insiders, is standing by on the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give Guest Line. How you doing, my friend?
2: Well, I was doing well, and then I find out I'm not a special guest. I'm just a regular guest.
1: I'm not going to call you filler. <laughs> I won't go there. <laughs> Start an hour. I I that's put my big gun, uh, guns to start the hour. <laughs> then lead off. That, that's who you are. You're lead off, so we can get that out out of the way and get to the meat of the order. <laughs> uh, there you go. All right, so what's the latest on Michigan football, some of the stories that are trending at TheWolverine.com?
2: Yeah, well, I was out in Chicago on Sunday uh, where J.J. McCarthy and 30 of his teammates were hosting a youth camp uh, out there near J.J.'s hometown of LaGrange Park, Illinois. Um, Over 400 campers there, and uh, those guys were working hard. They got paid uh, as well, so it was kind of a win-win giving back to the community, but uh, had a lot of interesting conversations, um, you know, about this team with some players, with some parents, but specifically the players that just keep talking about how close this team is, and you could really see it too with all the guys hanging out, messing around, but also helping these kids, and, uh, you know, so I thought that was really... Uh, impressive, you know, that they went out and did that. And then, um, you know, just how tight this team is and, and how it's kind of J.J. McCarthy's team as well. Blake Corum uh, is going to be a leader. There's going to be other captains, and we'll see if J.J. is one. But for me, this year it feels a little bit different in that they kind of have a clear set uh, leadership going into the summer as opposed to having to go through that quarterback battle. So I think they'll be able to hit the ground running even more this fall, which was kind of one of my biggest takeaways from talking to some different guys. And then just beyond that, I mean, when you talk to these guys about their goals and what they're shooting for, it's, you know, they want to beat Ohio State, they want to win the Big Ten, but they're looking at making the national championship game and winning that game as the primary goal, which just is a little bit different than what you've heard in years past. And for the first time in a while, it feels like they, they really have a team that has that legit shot of, of doing it, and, uh, and it feels like they're right to be uh, almost expecting to get there.
1: When the first time you had a conversation and you had seen J.J. McCarthy, either on or off the field, to that camp near his hometown of LaGrange, Illinois, this past weekend, where has he matured the most as he prepares for this 2023 football season as a Michigan QB1? I
2: think in a lot of different areas, but specifically with, with kind of what I referenced, like you know, last year he had to he wasn't named the starter until after week two uh, and then even then you know he was still a younger guy on that team he was 19 years old you know trying to find his footing and they had a bunch of good leaders that, that a lot of them came back but you know that were able to kind of be the identity of the team I think this year he's taking it more upon himself uh, and and that's going to be really important we all know how important that is for a quarterback to to be one of your top leaders to be that guy that's uh, you know, rallying the troops and Sharon Moore, Michigan's offensive coordinator was talking about this recently where he's always at the building. Uh, and then I was talking to Jaden Denegal who's in that quarterback room with JJ as a, a sophomore is coming up and probably fourth, fifth string at this point, but could have a bright future. And, and he said that it's just different in that it's not just JJ. It's everybody's early to meetings. Everyone's excited. Uh, the whole building's full all the time. And you know, that's due in part to JJ's attitude. So I would say it's just his positivity is now not just you know him and one of these gung ho young guys. It's it, that's spreading down to the rest of the team, including who are now the young guys, and uh, you know they're kind of following his lead.
1: Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com is joining us on the Meyer PGA Classic for Simply Give guest line. I did retweet your tweet from earlier today where you wrote, "No team has more selections than Michigan on ranking." Of the top 100 players in college football, even with Junior Colson and Drake Nugent not making the cut. That's impressive.
2: It is. Yeah, so Michigan, Ohio State, and Georgia all had seven guys on that list. Um, In Michigan, averaging, uh, standing on that list of 53.7. So Ohio State was at 44.9, Georgia at 59.3. And there are a couple guys, and I'm sure there are for other teams too, so we can't just look at it in a... In a bubble, uh, but you know, that's kind of what sometimes our job is. You know, I cover Michigan, and there were probably a couple guys that could have made that list that on three put together uh, that, that didn't. So you have seven, um, and then you look at some other Big Ten teams, Penn State right there at six, but they average a 31.8. Uh, they got four guys in the top 33. So that's a really talented team that I think, uh, you know, a lot of people are starting to recognize as the offseason goes on is going to be a fourth in the Big Ten East, and they could win that that division and win the Big Ten potentially. Uh, But the Big Ten, those top three teams, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, are really talented. They have the high-end guys. They have the Heisman contenders, especially Michigan with Blake Corum and potentially J.J. McCarthy. And then you have that supporting cast. You know, some of those guys that are are top 100 guys, maybe not the top 10 20-30, but uh, those are important as well. So Michigan got a a lot of talent, uh, and then it's something we talked about last week at Tullymore, beautiful Tullymore Golf Resort. Uh, was th- this is an old team that's experienced and you know, that can't be overlooked either. They've been in every single big time situation. Uh, they just haven't gotten it done in that, in that one setting the college football playoff but you know, really in terms of snaps and, and starts and guys who have played in those types of games, uh, I don't think there's a team in the country that has had more guys uh, that have been there because Georgia graduated and, and lost so many guys to the NFL so that's going to be a big plus that I think we could see help Michigan this fall as well.
1: Think about returning QBs uh, outside of yeah. Caleb Williams at USC. J.J. McCarthy, who else is rolling in a Stug QB? I think that's one of the reasons why Michigan is one or two pretty much in every early college football season poll I've seen.
2: I agree. And then look at just the Big Ten. I think, it, unless I'm missing somebody, it's no more than three, but I think it's just two returning starting quarterbacks in the entire Big Ten. It was going to be three until Peyton Thorne bolted from michigan state but it's just jj mccarthy and talia tagavailoa um which is crazy and it it shows you uh, a little bit what the transfer portal has done but also just a bunch of teams kind of resetting what they're going to look like this fall but uh you got transfer quarterbacks coming in at a lot of places you have some guys like penn state with drew aller who was a former five star that'll come in and uh you know he's going to take the reins this year similar to jj mccarthy a year ago as a sophomore so you're going to see different faces um as we talked about last week, as well, you know, some of those games later on in the season, you know, they won't be new faces anymore. They'll have that experience, but uh, certainly Michigan, when you look at the Big Ten, has more than uh, you know, more experience than just about everybody. And um, you know, the, the schedule is not all that tough to be quite honest, either. You, you don't have to play Wisconsin, you don't have to play Iowa. You know, there are a couple games that could that could trip you up, and then you got the big ones: Penn State and Ohio State. But um, you know, this is a Michigan team that I think could do. Something very similar to what they did a year ago in the regular season, and that was having only two games decided by single digits. They kind of ran through that thing, and it could set up similarly uh, this fall. You
1: know, I'm looking at Michigan's schedule, and I think they're going to be a favorite uh, in every game right now. A betting favorite in every game this yeah. year.
2: Yeah, and you're kind of seeing that some of the some of the sports books that have that have come out with some of those early game lines. They they don't come out with all of them, but they do it for a lot of the big games. And you're already seeing Michigan as a favorite in every game. I think it started at one point against Ohio State and moved up to two and a half already on one. Um, you're looking at Penn State as being a slight favorite as well, even on the road. Uh, that could change between now and then. But in terms of us sitting here in May, you know, as we head into Memorial Weekend, uh, there is you know there's reason to believe that Michigan can can run the table again and win 13 games for just the second time in program history, realistically, too. You know, it's not just coming into some of those years where, you know, people felt good about Michigan, but then when things went bad, you know, you you maybe weren't all that surprised. Uh, I think it would be pretty surprising if if they uh, spiraled at some point or lost a couple games in a row or something like that this fall, just because of how strong they are. And when you look at the schedule, you're right. Uh, You know, it sets up pretty nicely.
1: Uh, Earlier from the University of Michigan Athletic Department, Michigan Baseball got mercied by Iowa 13-3 in their Big Ten baseball tournament opener out in Omaha. So there you go. Uh, Michigan gets hammered by Iowa 13-3. I do want to get your thoughts on Juwan Howard. And I know we talked last week. He's trying to put together this roster, Clayton. Uh, mm-hmm. Where Where is it going? I know there's visits coming up in June, but at some point you got to have – uh, a roster and move forward with off-season workouts.
2: Yeah, definitely. And that'll start in June as well, or, or July, excuse me. So that's, that's going to be, uh, it's a pivotal, what, six weeks here, five weeks, uh, until they get to that point. Um, as you kind of alluded to there, Olivier Kama from Tennessee, who I feel like we've been talking about forever, uh, but he went through the draft process, pulled out, looks like he's going to look at colleges now. He's going to visit – West Virginia, and then he will visit Michigan reportedly. Haven't confirmed it yet on June 2nd. Uh, so that would be really big. Averaged over 10 points a game last year. Is a good defender, uh, can play the four, is you know kind of a power forward and maybe back up at the five, but uh, a player who plays through the post, You know something that Michigan could use some post touches. This year losing Hunter Dickinson, so uh, that would be a big piece. Uh, our Chris Ballas wrote today uh, that Doug McDaniel might have to be the guy for this Michigan team, and, and then the question, can he uh, you know, you're looking at guys that are returning like Doug McDaniel at the point guard spot. They're going to have to step up, too. It's not just about who you're getting out of the portal. That's important. You've got to fill these three scholarship spots that you have available. But guys have to develop, too. So when you talk about that off season this summer, that's going to be a really important window. And from what we understand as well, uh, several guys stuck around this spring, early summer to work with John Sanderson, the strength coach there. And uh, we've seen him do wonders with guys like Kobe Buffkin last year. but. Before that, Nick Stauskas, Karis Laver, plenty of guys. So uh, they got to develop. Uh, you know those guys have to get better and you know seize those opportunities. There's plenty of minutes out there. There's plenty of points to be scored. There's plenty of shots to be taken now on this Michigan team. So seize that opportunity if you're one of the guys coming back. Uh, but if you're Juwan Howard, you still got to be focused on building out that roster.
1: Speaking of uh, Kobe Bufkin, and I'll throw Jed Howard in there. What's the latest vibe you're hearing on their draftability?
2: Well, coming out of the Combine, Kobe Bufkin just continues to rise. You've seen him in a couple of these big boards that come out, and, and keep in mind, too, when a lot of these NBA draft analysts are there, you know they're, they're having all sorts of conversations in Chicago at the draft, and uh, Kobe Bufkin's now into lottery territory, potentially. I could see him maybe going just outside of the lottery, but in some mock drafts, you've seen him there. And then Jet Howard, uh, so, so Kobe did some testing there but did not do scrimmage work, and then Jet Howard didn't do... Any of it, I guess, still recovering from a foot slash ankle injury, but his stock's starting to fly a little bit. I could see him in the late first round potentially, so they've kind of flip flopped a little bit. Um, and Kobe Bufkin said that, you know, he's been working really hard and, and he's excited to see that his stock is going up, but he's not paying too much attention to it. But uh, I can tell you that as people dig more into the Kobe Bufkin film, from what I've read, uh, people are getting pretty impressed with, with what he did last year at Michigan and his upside, too, because he's really young. For his grade as well, he was young, uh, the youngest scholarship player on Michigan's team last year. Younger than Jed Howard, younger than all the freshmen, uh, you know. And he was a sophomore last year, so that's something they're looking at too. That frame, you know, the, the ability to improve as a shooter, uh, the defense that he showed last season. He's kind of, uh, you know, potentially the complete package at the two guard spot or a combo guard. Uh, but he just needs to put it all together. But I think the potential is there.
1: I don't see the defensive potential for Jed Howard. I do not no. see. I don't see the NBA side of Jed Howard at all. There are a lot of people who can stand there and shoot a three-pointer. And even then, he wasn't consistent. He can't put the ball on the floor. I don't see any defense. I don't see anything special. I really don't. I think Jed Howard is living off of his dad's name. And I predict he won't be a first-rounder. But once you get past the lottery... Uh, like I said earlier with Anthony Clark in studio, everybody's drafting, oh, well, maybe this guy will hit. Look at his dad. He has to have that upside, right? That That's what Jed Howard's living on right now. I thought he not only did he blow up Michigan's uh, chemistry, but when he was on the floor, 90% of the time, uh, the team played better without him when he wasn't on the floor. Right.
2: Yeah, no I think I think we saw that and even as the year went on it became more apparent. I remember remember I was in studio with you mid-season and I was like, "Ah, I don't know if I'm quite there yet." By the end of the year, uh, I agreed that, you know, there was just something off with the way the offense moved when he was in there and then the defense, he just did not look interested in playing it at all. I will play devil's advocate on him as an NBA player though, as he he can shoot and he has the frame and maybe the light will turn on mm. at some point with him when it comes to defense because no, you look at his athleticism he should be able to be a little bit better i know the the miami heat i know they hide duncan robinson a little bit they played more zone this year than any team in the league but even he had to take some big leaps like you got to be pretty darn good on defense to be serviceable out there and he's become that so and i think Jet howard's more athletic than him so one i agree he's got to do a ton to improve on that end but I think the potential is there, and as he matures, you know maybe the light will turn on. But yeah, at this point, mm. uh, you know I, I didn't see it last
1: year. No, I, don't, I don't see the mental toughness. I don't see any defense. I don't. How many times you remember him putting the ball on the floor and finishing at the rack and getting a you know a big and one or you know two free throws? But you know more power to him. And I, I don't fault anything when these guys leave early and they want to go. Chase her dreams. It's her business. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything, University of Michigan Athletics 24 7 at the Wolverine.com. Clayton, thank you for the update. Uh, enjoy the holiday weekend.
2: Appreciate it. You too. Have a good
1: one. All right, back at you, Clayton Safey, checking in on the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give Guest Line. Jim Comproni, SpartanMag.com will join us. We'll get an update in our next segment on Michigan State football. And basketball, Our Bush Light, huge question of the day that you can answer. Do you think LeBron retires? Is he back for one, two more years? Will he play with his son after one season, take a year off? I think he's playing both years with the Lakers and going to cash in on that $100 million. You can join us and answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge From St.
0: Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. In the den! Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan, must be 21 years or older, and in Michigan to play. It's understanding to recognize that Tigers fans feel their team should win this series with Kansas City. After all, the Royals have the worst record in the division, and second worst record in baseball but most thought the same headed to washington too and will feel the same when the white Sox come to town this weekend we oftentimes need reminders in sports though that not everything goes according to plan see the nba eastern conference finals both of hockey's conference finals and the tigers series wins earlier this year over st louis milwaukee and new york that unpredictability is what makes baseball and really sports great but it also makes it very frustrating especially for fans who have high expectations
1: Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18-hole We are back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com. That is SoaringEagleCasino.com. Also, don't forget about their sister property, the Saganine Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, for our listeners on 100.9 FM in Midland Bay City. Saginaw and beyond. In a moment, Jim Camperoni, SpartanMeg.com will join us. We'll get his thoughts on that toughest schedule rankings that I saw this morning at breakfast. Michigan State at number six. Sixth toughest schedule in all of college football. Number six. So no Thorne, no Coleman. Arguably your two best offensive players. Even though Thorne was off last year. You're making $9.5 Tim Stoud said it the best last week. From Stout on Sports and our affiliate the Game 730 AM in Lansing that... You know, Mel Tucker doesn't... He doesn't do the media. All I hear from so many high school coaches in this state is that Mel Tucker doesn't even look at a lot of these Michigan schools. There's a disconnect. And maybe it's, hey, I, I got a $95 million deal. I'm making 9500000 million. I'm fine. It's not a good situation right now for the Spartans. And the only thing, the only thing that changes it isn't talking about Mel Tucker, whether he's a good guy. It's wins and losses. And when I saw that sixth toughest schedule, I'm trying to look for the silver lining. Yeah, okay, some good recruiting classes. Well, can Mel Tucker make his players better? I thought they went in reverse last year. A lot of people compare Tucker. Hey, you came in with... Not your guys, some transfer portal people. You had a big splash like Hulk did at Michigan. Can you make your players, you and your staff, make your players better than they were the year before? And that's a commitment from the player, it's a system with the coaches. And I said it to start the show today, and I, I mean it when I talk about Juwan Howard and you lose Dickinson and you'd rather go play for Bill Self and try and win in Kansas, that when you lose starters, you lose credibility as a program. You do. This transfer portal era is everywhere. Not when you lose guys who aren't getting playing time or somebody was hurt who wants a second chance or had an issue with the coach. We're talking about starters. It is a credibility hit to your program. And now you mix in the tough schedule. You mix in that Tucker isn't connecting to high schools or the media. I've been around this, folks, for 32 years. I know the process. And if they're 1-3, 1-4, 2-5, he won't recover. Just like Juwan Howard. If they're a bottom feeder in the Big Ten next year and they're struggling to get a roster right now as we approach June, less than a week out or just close to a week out in a couple of days until the month of June, you don't get paid millions to tell people it's going to happen next year. You don't get paid millions because you're a good guy a great lady. You get paid to have a program. And Harbaugh got over that hump. Word Manuel did everything he could to get him out. Fans wanted him gone. He wasn't making them a football factory like Oklahoma, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. He got there. He made the right moves. And that's what this year is for Tucker. It is a year to show that you and your coaches can make your players better, that currently on your roster, that you don't flood it with too many transfer portals, which kills chemistry, and you pray to God you get another guy like Kenneth Walker. And Juwan Howard, as I watch these transfer portal guys leave, and you can blame academics, whatever. Everybody knows what you need to get into the University of Michigan. Howard knew that when he took over. He's paid millions, not for excuses, but to create not only winning seasons, but a program where when you lose players, somebody's waiting to go. And that's what Harbaugh has right now with Michigan football. He has everything that the Michigan fan wanted. And they didn't get it towards the end of Lloyd's career. They didn't get it with Hope. They didn't get it with Rich Rod. They have it with hardball now. So can Juan Howard create his own path, not beelines? Can Mel Tucker off hitting the jackpot with Kenneth Walker? Can he do it again? He has to. They paid him ninety-five million dollars because they were afraid he was going to go to LSU. Ninety-five million—that's not to go six and six and get to a bowl game. That's not to finish dead last or close to the bottom in the Big Ten East. He was 2-0 against Michigan when he got the $95 million. He has to start beating Michigan again as much as the Michigan fan was complaining about Harbaugh, Ohio State and the storyline that Ohio State owned him. Let's flip now. And Mel Tucker... He he's getting it from all different directions. Michigan is a potential national champion. They've been Big Ten champions the last two years, two straight college football playoffs. Tucker had the two wins early. They were worried they're gonna lose their man to LSU and they gave him ninety five million dollars. And they can eat it because the boosters have the money. They can. But when you look at programs like Michigan basketball, Michigan football, even Michigan baseball, who got mercied by Iowa today, they had a great coach that they let go to Clemson. You have to have a program where when starters leave, it's the next man up. And we won't know if Mel Tucker has that until the season starts. And if they're four and seven, you're gonna say, well, yeah, if we would have had Thorne, and we would have had Kean Coleman, no. He's been there long enough to have players in place. He's used the transfer portal as much as anybody in college football. No more excuses. You get paid to win now. Power five, D one. College athletics, you get paid to win. And if you don't, the professional side of the sport will hit you right in the backside when you're pushed out the door. I don't see it happening for Noah Kim and Mel Tucker this year in East Lansing. And I don't see it minus Hunter Dickinson, Kobe Bufkin, and Jed Howard for a team that struggled most of the year to lose those guys and say, they have the next man up mantra ready. Well, they better because right now they're still trying to fill a roster and it's almost June. Matter of fact, when you're looking at this basketball transfer portal and you're thinking about school still looking for guys, there aren't a lot of them, are there? I'll finish this conversation with my huge opinion, that of Juwan Howard, isn't in the NCAA tournament a year from now, or they're massively competitive against all the big boys on their schedule, and they finish around 18, 19 wins, he won't have a job in Michigan next year. And the same thing for Mel Tucker. Look how close Harbaugh was to the door. Look how close Harbaugh was to the door. And he found a way to hire the right coaches, reset the program. Can Tucker do that in East Lansing? He has to. Can Juan Howard do it in Ann Arbor? He has to. Because if Tucker and Howard don't, a year from now, you have new coaches and new systems in East Lansing for football and Ann Arbor for basketball. everything you need with this show is at thehugeshow.net. Everything
0: huge, 24-7, at thehugeshow.net. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes, or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and exes and bros or just text GOLF to 21000 to enter. That's GOLF to 21000. The trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf, all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light. So grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times. Always enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023 Labatt USA Buffalo New York. All rights reserved. Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing company, LTD.
1: Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at roastumber.com.
3: Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Take on the open road for Harley-Davidson's 120th anniversary. Saturdays in May, win a 2023 Street Glider. On May 27th, you can drive home a limited edition Fat Boy. It's the 120th anniversary Harley-Davidson giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
0: Shop everything you need for Memorial Day with one stop at Meyer. Get buy one, get one free 80% lean ground beef. Buy five, save $5 on Aunt Millie Stadium Buns, Coca-Cola or Pepsi 24-pack, plus deposit where applicable. Sweet Baby Ray sauce and laced potato chips. Plus, have fun in the sun with 40% off the entire stock of swimwear for the family. Celebrate together and get the same prices online and in-store this week at Meijer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
3: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports
1: Network. It's time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview. Every week we talk with President Pink or other leaders in Big Rapids, Michigan at Ferris State University. And, Dr. Pink is back with us today, and we're going to talk about high schoolers or adults or anybody listening who's thinking about college this fall and some unbelievable programs, Dr. Pink, that Ferris has to offer.
3: Yeah, and and I I tell you, as always, it is so good for us to be a part of and partner with you, Bill. I mean, on a huge show, this means a lot to us. Um, And, you know, as we get ready to head into fall and – And looking at how school is going to get up and running, Um, I have so many students, parents, and others who so often talk about uh, paying for college, and it's a big. It's always a big question. We know nationally that is always something that people are focused on, concerned with, and in many cases worried about. The thing I love about what we are doing at the at the university, um, aside from Fair State uh, leveraging some of the state dollars as far as uh, the new Michigan Achievement Scholarship, which is a great opportunity for this graduating class of 2023 uh, when folks qualify for that. They can go to our website, Ferris.edu, and find out qualification. But uh, those are dollars. That could be up to over $5,000, to help someone be able to go to college uh, cutting down that price tag. And uh, aside from students who fill out the Pell Grant, fill out financial aid uh, forms, you know, the thing is big and long, and people get tired of it, but my goodness, brother, it can get folks funding and money to help them go to college. And so we have folks in the financial aid office ready to help folks in seeing if uh, some of those Pell grants or other uh, grant uh, opportunities are available for them. And then uh, right there, Ferris, with our Ferris Foundation, our Ferris Future Scholarship. I mean, there are uh, all kinds of dollars that the institution provides that we can help people get to college and be able to cut that price tag down So.
1: Go to Ferris.edu if you want contact with the Financial Aid Department about the Michigan Achievement Scholarship, the Ferris Foundation, and also I like this, the Ferris Pledge. Uh, Explain that in detail, uh, what is there for the Ferris Pledge to help students and families cut costs going to school.
3: Yeah, and I'll tell you on that bill when when folks fill out part of that Farris pledge, folks fill out that uh, financial aid form called the FAFSA. If one you know gets used to that term, who are looking at college, they fill that out, figure out what the dollar figure is in terms of what grants that they may be available for. For a persons available for a full Pell, and then if uh, as, as a as a freshman coming in uh, this year, graduating uh, senior from this year, if they also Qualify for that Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Now that Ferris pledge that can really fill out the rest of a person's price tag to where uh, there will there will be folks coming to school when they add that Ferris pledge when they're eligible for those other two. It will add up to where uh, we have folks there at a zero price tag when it comes to uh, they qualify for all those things. Um, uh, that'll come out to a zero price tag uh, for several for several of our our students coming in, and that zero price tag is uh, tuition paid, uh, get dollars help toward housing, um, toward books. I mean, uh, the funds that are available through the pledge and through the Michigan Achievement Scholarship, and just through some of our institutional dollars for folks who are in need. There's no need for. Someone who uh, is short on cash, there's no need for them to not have opportunity to at least get some, if not all, those dollars.
1: President Pink uh, is helping move Ferris forward, joining us for his weekly conversation on the huge show across Michigan. And as he just mentioned, Ferris State not only offers the best academic, career-focused collegiate experience in West Michigan, if not the entire state but also one of the most affordable. And one thing uh, that I like that I found out today, the professor-to-student ratio at Ferris, faculty-to-student ratio is the official title, is only 15 to 1, and that's how Ferris is molding the minds and building leaders for the future. 15 to 1 faculty-to-student ratio. Now, that, that's lower than high school.
3: Well, and, and you start thinking about that, and you think about students who... Uh, struggle, uh, a little bit, or even students who are knocking it out of the park. You know, some of those classes we have, some of them are right there at 15, some are around 20. We average at about 15, uh, typically on, on, on many of our, of our classes. And when you start thinking about that, you think about a professor in class is able to have that kind of a ratio in many of our classes, that gives the student more of an opportunity to have that one-on-one that after class is over, hey, can I talk to you about this? Hey, can I come see you uh, at your office uh, later on this week? Those are the kind of opportunities that afford students. And so when you start talking about some of those programs that we have built you, and adding that up to that, that uh, class ratio, so you start thinking about uh, some of the things that we offer, not only in uh, welding engineering, construction management, um, nursing, our health care-related programs, um, our, our social work programs, um, our professional golf management. You start talking about all these kind of programs and more that are sending people to work. That's the thing I love about what we do, Bill. Our programs send people to work, and you're not just going to go to work at a job that's going to pay you 10 or. 10 or 11 bucks an hour you're going to get into a living wage uh uh, opportunity that's going to be able to feed you and your family when you finish with us that's what i love about what we do
1: dr pink is helping move ferris forward each and every week we hear from the leaders in big rapids michigan at ferris state university if you want to find out more on how affordable how truly Low, the number can go for some prospective students. Go to ferris.edu. That's ferris.edu. You can find out more about the faculty-to-student ratio we just talked about, and this is what Ferris State University is doing in terms of moving Ferris forward. They are creating leaders, but also making sure that families can find an affordable way to send their kids to school, or even the mom and dad can jump back into college. Go to Ferris. Edu. You can find out more about the Ferris Pledge, the Michigan Achievement Scholarship, the Ferris Foundation, uh, where they can help make the academic experience affordable. All this at ferris.edu. It's part of moving Ferris forward, because when you stop and think about it, Dr. Pink, you have to make it affordable in today's environment. I
3: have to, because uh, college and getting a, a university education, there are many places that you're going to walk out of there and have uh, loans and huge bills uh, to try to pay for for years after. Um, we're focused on how we can cut that number down and in some cases cut that down to uh, zero, if anything. And that's that's going to be important for people as they try to get into their career path uh, to have little to nothing to continue to pay back when it comes to college.
1: Ferris.edu, all the financial aid information, Ferris Pledge, and more of the scholarships. Uh, the Pell Grant money, all that that's available to uh, some of the uh, prospective students. That's uh, ferris.edu. It's part of what's moving Ferris forward. Dr. Pink, he is the president at Ferris State University in Big Rapids. Man, I love to hear that. It's affordable for families out there and individuals. Dr. Pink, uh, keep up the great work. Keep moving Ferris forward, and we'll talk soon.
3: Thank you so much,
1: Bill. Appreciate you. All right, Dr. Pink, you can just hear his energy, man. It's contagious. It is. When I first met him when he was the president at Grand Rapids Community College, I can see why the board and Ferris hired him. He has a plan, too, in making things affordable for individuals and families without lowering the academic standards and having an average ratio of 15 to 1 on faculty and students. The education is waiting for you. You can move your life forward. Ferris is moving forward. Be a part of it. Go to ferris.edu. That's ferris.edu.